friend in Jesus Christ. I am very happy that this evening you have made time out so we can talk more about our good friend Jesus Christ. My topic is my new friends. My new friends. I have found a friend. Let's talk about him. Father, be with me as I speak your words. Anoint my lips and help me to articulate. May your children not hear my sinful voice, my weak voice, my feeble voice. May they hear the sweet and the powerful voice of your Holy Son, Jesus Christ. It's my prayer. Amen. My special friend. I have a friend. I have a friend. Last week we were talking about who am I? I am special, a very special person. Because when we are talking about truth versus lies, I have chosen truth against lies. When we are talking about love versus selfishness, I have chosen love, which is the attribute of God. When we are talking about the story of light versus darkness, I have chosen light. When we are talking about good versus evil, I have chosen good. I'm on the side of good. I'm on the side of Jesus Christ. When we are talking about Michael versus Satan, I have chosen Michael. So I'm on the side of Jesus Christ. When we are talking about the followers of Jesus, he has called me. He has elected me, selected me. He has chosen me. He has called me. He has anointed me, sanctified me. He has edified me. He has unified me to the heavenly family. And one day I'm going to live with them. He has saved me. J-E-S-U-S. That name. It's a powerful name. I want to write that name on me. If I write it on the wall, not all people will look and read. If I write it in the sand, the wind will blow and cover it. If I write it in front of my house, how many people will pass by and read it? You know where I want to write it? I want to dip my pen deep into the blood of Jesus Christ and write that name all over me. J, justified. E, edified. S, sanctified. U, unified. S, saved. One day I'm going to live in heaven. Salvation is possible only in Jesus. And that is why the Bible says, there is none other name given among men whereby we can be saved except the name Jesus. You are so special. Besides, he has invited you to be at a banquet in heaven. You remember what we said last week. So, Jesus has become my personal friend. A friend I love. A friend I want to obey. A friend whose command I want to follow. A friend whose choice I want to make. I want to do the things he wants me to do. I don't want to disobey him in any way. I don't want Jesus to feel bad. No. I want to make him happy. I want to put a smile on the face of my father. The Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. If Jesus is your friend, if God is your father, then listen to this question and answer it yourself. A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If I then be a father, where is mine honor? If I then be a master, where is my fear? Sayeth the Lord of hosts, unto you, O priest, that despise my name. And ye say, wherein have we despised your name? If God is your papa, if Jesus Christ is your friend, prove it. How do you prove it? How do you show Jesus that he's your friend? Is it just by going to church? Well, you better be careful because the devil also goes to church. How do we prove it? John 14, 15. John chapter 14, verse 15. If you love me, 
If you love me, keep my commandments. And then verse 14, up there. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandment. The only proof to show that we love Jesus, that he's a new friend, is to obey him. To do the things he wants us to do. We don't do things we want to do. We do the things he wants us to do. Jesus has become my personal friend. A friend I would love. A friend I would obey. A friend I will listen to. A friend who will be my model. I look up to him because I don't have any model besides him. How can I abandon such a friend like Jesus? How can I? How can I identify myself with him? There are many friends. You have a friend, I'm very sure. But I'm going to break it down for you to know that Jesus is a different friend. A friend that you can trust. John chapter 15, verses 14 and 15. John 15, 14, 15. Ye are my friends, if you do what sort of I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord is doing. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. You are my friends if you do whatever I tell you. Can I ask you a question? Are you doing something that is contrary to the will of God? You can be a believer, believing in Jesus Christ, but that which will make God like you. It is the nature of God to love. God doesn't hate anybody. He doesn't even hate Satan. He doesn't hate him. The nature of God is to love. But those that he has selected, those that he has chosen, those that he has called out of the world, those that he has unified to the heavenly family, they are people that he likes. He likes them. He doesn't only love them, he likes them. And that is why he's saying, if you do whatever I tell, I command you, you will become my friends. I want to be a friend of Jesus. He's a new found friend. Let me explain myself. A simple friend has never seen you cry. Your friend has never seen you cry. A real friend's shoulder is soaking from your tears. When last did Jesus say, you are crying too much on me? Sometimes you cry and your friends will say, they will brand you and, and name you and say, you cry too much. Jesus will never say that to you. He has said in Psalm 50 verse 15, Psalm 50 verse 15, a very encouraging statement here he has made to me and to you. He says, and call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Call upon me anytime, anywhere. Call upon me, and I will answer you. In Psalm 119, verses 145 to 146. 119, 145 to 146. He says, I cried with my whole heart. Hear me, O Lord, I will keep thy statutes. I cried unto thee, save me, and I shall keep thy testimony. You cry unto the Lord, and he will answer you. Psalm 118, Psalm 118 and verse 5. Psalm 118, verse 5. It says, and I called upon the Lord in my distress, and the Lord answered me and set me in a large place. What a friend to have in Jesus. He says, call upon me when there is trouble. There are some friends, they call themselves friends, but they will never give you this opportunity. Number two, 
A simple friend doesn't know your parents' name. A real friend has their phone numbers in his book address. You have a friend who doesn't know your mother. He doesn't know your father's phone name. He doesn't know where they were born. But we have a friend in heaven, Jesus Christ, the one who has edified you and sanctified you and unified you and is coming to take you out of this world to be with him forever. He knows you. He knows your mama. He knows your papa. He knows where you were born. Let me read Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1 verses 4 to 5 to you. Then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. God says, I knew you before you were born. There are some friends you have who do not know where you come from. They have never gone to your village, and they will never go there. Jesus is a friend who knows all about you. He knows all your relatives. He knows all your friends. What a friend to have in Jesus. Number three, a simple friend brings a bottle of wine to your party. A real friend comes early to help you cook and stays late to help you clean up. When you see a friend coming to your party with a, a bottle of gin, he's not a good friend. He's somebody who wants to destroy you. Jesus Christ will never bring you that kind of gifts. He's not a friend who will bring you alcohol. He's not a friend who will bring, bring, bring you cocaine. He will never bring a pack of cigarettes and say, Charlie, here is one. No. That friend, that friend Jesus Christ, he stays with you. He loves you. He walks with you. He protects you. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, I am with you always till the end of time. I am with you wherever you go. I protect you in the car, in the bus, on the plane. I am with you. Jesus is a special friend. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19. He doesn't come with a bottle of wine. He comes with something different. Philippians 4.19. What does he come with? Philippians 4.19. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus Christ. What is in heaven? Blessings? Peace? Joy? Eternal life? God says, I will supply all your needs according to the riches in heaven. Is there something you need that God doesn't have? Our friend Jesus has all for you. A simple friend hates it when you call after they have gone to bed. The gentleman who calls you a best friend, when you call him at 1 a.m., you say, why are you calling me? It's too late, I'm sleeping. Of course. But a real friend will ask you, why did you take so long to call me? That is Jesus Christ. Why didn't you tell me earlier about your problem? Why didn't you tell me you were sick? Why didn't you tell me about your wife? I knew it, but I wanted to hear from you. In John chapter 14. John 14, 13 to 14. John 14, 13 to 14. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If he shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I am that kind of friend. 
Call me any time in the night. And that is why David said, in the night I will call. In the noon I will call. In the morning I will call. I will call upon him at any time because he is never tired of me. That's the kind of friend we have. A simple friend seeks to talk with you about your problems. And then you go and talk it over with other people. A real friend seeks to help you with your problems. He doesn't only talk about it. He seeks to help you. In Isaiah chapter 41, listen to the promise from one of the best friends you can have, Jesus Christ. Isaiah 41, 10 to 13. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them and shalt not find them, even them that contended with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing, as a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help you. When God says, I will help you, he will help you. Your friend can promise, but he will break his promise based upon the circumstances and the situation that he finds himself. Friends can disappoint, but Jesus will never disappoint you. I have found a friend. I can cry on him. I can call upon him at any time. I can shed tears at dawn on my knees as I talk to him. I can pour out my heart, my pains, and my sorrow to him because he understands me. He loves me. He's a friend who knows me. He knows me and knows my family members. He knows all my sorrows. He's a friend who is with me, not for some time, but always. He's a friend who says, you can call me at any time and ask me anything, and I will do it for you. And then he says, he's a friend, I'm going to protect you. I will protect you. No enemy can touch you. Have you read the text in Zechariah? He says, anybody who touches you will be attempting to touch the eyeballs of your gods. My God is such a good God, a loving father, a compassionate father. That is the God I have chosen to be my friend during the year 2011. I want to walk with him. I want to obey him. I want to love him. I want to keep his commandments. I want to put a smile on his face. I don't want to offend him in any way. Do you want to offend such a friend like Jesus Christ? A simple friend thinks the friendship is over when you have an argument. Is it not true you had a friend? What happened to him? He left you. He deserted you because you made him angry. I've seen friends become bitter enemies. They don't talk to each other anymore. You had a good girlfriend. What is she? She's gone. You had a good boyfriend. What is she? He's gone. He doesn't want you again. Even once, once upon a time, you were living with that person as a wife. Now you are enemies. My God is not like that. A real friend calls you after you have had a fight. Somebody who calls you a real friend, he will call you right after the fight and say, how are you? Sorry about what happened. Forget it. 
Listen to what Isaiah says. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Can you imagine God inviting you? This is a friend. Come now and let us reason together, said the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Come, I know what you have done. I know you have offended me, but come. When you come and it's, it's beyond your powers, I know what to do. I will take care of you because I came to pay all the bills you owed. You owe nothing. You are fully paid for. And there is an invitation in heaven for you. What a friend. What a friend to have. A simple friend expects you to always be there for them. When they are in trouble, they expect you there. When they have a funeral, they want you to be there. When they are sick, they want to see you. But a real friend expects to always be there for you. It's the other way around. Your friend wants you to attend his funeral, his mother's funeral, his father's funeral. When there is a birthday party, when there is an anniversary, your friend wants to see you there. But when you are in trouble, he will begin to give excuses. God says, I'm not that kind of friend. I will always be there for you. I will always be there for you, all the time. Not sometime, but all the time. You can trust me, I'll be there. There is only one friend like that. And his name is Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 3. I have chosen Jesus as my friend for the year 2011. And I'm not going to offend him. I'm not going to go places where he cannot go. Don't take your friend to places he doesn't want to go. What are you watching in your room? Is your friend comfortable? Who is that entering your bedroom? Is your friend comfortable to meet that person? What are you drinking? Can your friend drink with you? What are you eating? Can he eat it with you? What are you doing? Your friend can do it with you. I don't want to offend my friend Jesus Christ. I want to do things that he will put a smile on his face. Ephesians 3, 16 to 19, he says, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded, grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Verse 20, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask, or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. What a friend to have. Share him. Talk about him. In 161868, Charles C. Converse wrote about this friend. And we sing it. What a friend we have in Jesus. 
all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Have we trials and temptations? Is there troubles anywhere? We should never be discouraged. We have a friend called Jesus. Tell him about your problems. I have decided to make Jesus Christ my best friend during the year 2011. Let me tell you about a story. There was a man who never feared God. He was a very rich person, but he had no time for God. No time for God at all. He didn't want to talk about God. He didn't want to hear about God. He had nothing to do with my friend and your friend Jesus Christ. One day this man got sick. He went into coma. He was taken to the hospital. And whilst he was lying in his bed, for days he was not talking. Then one day out of the blue moon, he screamed, I need. So the nurses rushed. All the family members rushed. They said, what do you need? What do you need? Tell us. He went back into coma. He couldn't talk again. After some time, he screamed with all his strength, I need Jesus. Your greatest need is Jesus. During the year 2011, why don't you walk with Jesus? Why don't you talk to Jesus? Why don't you make your home a place that you can feel comfortable? Why don't you break away from the world and focus on him? My friend for the year 2011 is Jesus Christ. J-E-S-U-S. The one who has justified me, has edified me, has sanctified me, has unified me, and now he's coming to save me from the presence of sin and take me home. I'm going to be at the banquet in heaven with Jesus Christ. You are invited. My gracious Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for this invitation you have given to us. I want to thank you so much for Jesus Christ who came down so we can go up. He became the son of man so we can become the children of God. He died so we can live. He became poor so we can be rich spiritually. I am praying that this invitation that I'm extending to my friends will be accepted. That all of us will accept Jesus as a personal savior, as a personal friend, and follow him, and obey him, and do whatever he tells us. May your peace be upon us. May the protecting Holy Spirit be on our side. Guide us, protect us, and keep us safe until the day when you will come and take us home. It's my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. You have a new friend now. This friend has always wanted to be your friend. So I want you to keep this friend for the rest of your life. He will lead you into eternal life. Friend, I want you to know that we have DVDs and audio CDs that have been made ready on every one of the topics that we present to you. And it's there for your asking. And when you do, we'll let you have them. We'll also welcome donations to support this program. And I pray that the Lord will bless you as you give. Next week, we have another topic for you. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's episode of Encounter with Truth with God 7 Pastor Dr. Andrews Lawrence O, an international evangelist. For inquiries, prayer or counseling, 
call any of the following numbers on your screen. And remember, your generous financial support is always welcome. Please call us. May God richly bless you. Jesus is coming again.